0: point. I want to invite Doug Smith to come forward. Um, Doug is going to be sharing a portion of his testimony with us this morning. And as many of you know, um, a few weeks ago, Doug went through a major, major issue with his health. And we are thankful that the Lord spared his life. And we are thankful for your willingness to share your story. And I I want to pray for you just a minute and then we're going to let you share. All right. Father, just lift my brother Doug up to you, and I thank you for the things that you have done in and through this man to this point. And I, I give you praise for what you will do from this point forward. I pray this morning specifically that you will give him freedom as he shares, and I pray that you will open our ears to hear every word that you say through him this morning. Father, I pray, I pray that we will realize just how precious that life is, and just how fragile that it is. Use my brother in a mighty way, and it's in your name I pray,
1: amen. Doug, take as much time as you need. Am I on? I didn't know I was going to get wired up like a professional, because I'm not. But uh, I was called to do this on September 8th, about 2 o'clock in the morning, in the back of an ambulance going to Louisville. So that's what I'm doing up here, so bear with me. About two and a half years ago, I had a pacemaker defibrillator put in. And I had PVCs, which is premature heartbeats. On September 7th at 4 in the afternoon, those heartbeats lined up perfectly and put me down. God put me in the house at the spot that he wanted me to fall in. Because the next thing I remember, Rhonda was looking down, what happened, what happened? I said, I don't know what happened. And what is, I guess you call it amazing, is that you cannot even imagine how quick this happened. John called, in the, called me in the hospital and I used the word middle, millisecond. He said, twinkling of eye. Guys, I experienced twinkle of eye. I, I experienced it. Until you experience it, y'all yeah, well, will. It, it happened to Doug. It won't happen to me. I've been on automobile accidents that I may have not lived through. But for a split second, you could see them coming. You knew you was going wreck whether you lived or died. This happened so quick. There was no warning, no pain, no dizziness. I was down, done. I came over here to talk to Brother Todd and Brother Blake, and I looked at Blake I said, y'all get up here and preach y'all's hearts out. But I said, you cannot comprehend what you preach. They say, you're not guaranteed the next day. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're not guaranteed an hour. And they preach that how many dozen times has everybody heard them bring that up? I'm telling you, you're not guaranteed the next twinkle, guys. I'm telling you. That's how quick it can happen. A lot of people, and this may not be pleasant to hear, but if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, that's not going to be pleasant to hear either. A lot of people think they go have opportunity to have a deathbed confession. They go have time to make amends. They go have time to get saved. Maybe you will. I didn't. There was no way. No way. I mean, just like I told Blake, I said, blink your eye. He blinked his eye. I said, that's slow to the way it happened. That is slow. So on September 14th, the surgeon did a procedure to burn the PVCs from my heart. He's like the electrician of the heart. And he goes in there and burns the wires off that causes the PVCs. So I'm in better shape now than I was. But I was talking. The nurses thought I was running a switchboard in the room because of all the phone calls. I said I've been blessed beyond all belief with friends, bunches of friends. Brandon called one night. And uh, the doctor and nurse, and here's the key to this, the doctor and the assistant came in and said, you died. That defibrillator shocked me back, and I didn't even feel it when it shocked me. That's how it was going. They say if you feel it, it's like a mule kicking you in the chest. I didn't feel anything. And before I could get it out of my mouth, (laughs) the doctor said, if it hadn't been for that, you would have been gone. Brandon, before I could tell Brandon, he said, we all know God did it. So God put the defibrillator in me two and a half years ago. They can lay a device over this and read everything that happens to your heart. They can read it all. They said the top part of my heart were beating 70 beats a minute. The bottom part were beating 315. And that's deadly. So that that kind of led up to what has happened. If you don't know the good Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're not 100% sure, 110% sure you better be making amends. You better be getting saved. I don't care if you're young or 90 years old. You may come into the church every time the church doors open, and you say, "Well, I've got the I've got the church people fooled. You ain't got Jesus fooled." If you don't know for a hundred percent sure that the good Lord Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you'd better take care of it immediately. Immediately. Because you may not have the next twinkle. And I'm telling you, a twinkle is fast. What if the trumpet sounded? That's a twinkle of eye. Would you be ready if... And nobody knows how you're going to leave this world. But you're going to leave it. And you say, well, I've been coming to that church for 20 years. I've been in the church every time the doors open. Okay, that's good. But if you're not saved, if you're not 100% sure, you say, well, I'll be embarrassed to get up. I'm going to tell you something. The embarrassment won't last near as long as eternity will. And I want to the the visits, the thoughts, the support, the calls, especially the prayers. That's the key to it, is praying. There's one man beat the ambulance to the hospital and prayed for him in the hallway. I appreciate it. I had no telling how many phone calls. We're praying for you, praying for you. People doing things for us. And Kyle, he's going to start up a black nail ambulance service, I think, because he done helped me to the mercy room twice. <laughs> so, but guys, I'm telling you, don't let the embarrassment. Or the potential of embarrassment stop you from knowing Jesus Christ. Please don't. It's not, I'm telling you, it's not worth it. And in the twinkle of the eye, the material things on this earth don't amount to nothing. Period. Nothing. I'm telling you. So there's no use worrying about who's going to take care of the farm. I hope everybody does my will the way I want it done. You can forget that. That's gone. You say, I'll see you in heaven. And that's the key to it right there. Because the stuff on this earth, I already knew this. But when you experience it yourself, that puts, a, I guess, a new outlook maybe. It's not really a new outlook for me because I already knew it. But I experienced it. It don't. This stuff on this earth. Don't amount to nothing. I'm telling you nothing guys. So you need to be making your life. Fixed. To serve in Jesus Christ. And knowing who he is. That's it. And Todd and Blake. They can get up here and preach their hearts out. I think we've been blessed to have them. To do what they do. But you've got. You've got to respond to what they're saying. Please, make, you're not guaranteed you go going have time to make amends to things that you know you need to get straightened out. You're not gonna, you, you may not have time. I don't know how I can underline that anymore, but I experienced it myself. And it's just like kids, don't do that. I've done a live through it. Does it do any good? And no, all they gotta see it themselves. But I'm trying to tell you, you're not promised the next twinkle millisecond, whatever you want to call it. You're not promised that. So you can forget about next week. You got to make plans to live. You gotta make short term plans, you gotta make long term plans to function in this world. But that sure don't mean they're going to work out, i can tell you that. And again, I want to thank everybody for all their prayers, support, phone calls, and just being friends. And if you know anybody that maybe something like this will help, I'll be glad to tell them. Please let me know, and I'll be glad to tell anybody. I'll go to their house. I'll go anywhere I need to go. But I'm making the commitment now to do it if somebody needs to hear it. And if I think somebody needs to hear it, I'm going to tell them whether they want to or not. So I thank you all. I'm glad to be part of this church. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Doug. I'll say I I am prepared to preach, but in fact, God's word tells us as pastors we are always to be prepared. And I prepared to preach this morning, but throughout the week, as I've been preparing, I was thinking this message is not for today. The message you're supposed to hear for today is from Doug. And so I hope that you have heard this morning how quickly that our lives can end and how quick we can pass from this life into eternity. I'm going to explain to you, maybe some of you are here this morning and you don't know how to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm going to tell you how to do that And then we're going to have an invitation. And I pray that we will see people respond today. The Bible tells us that all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. That means everybody. It means me. It means you. It means Brother Blake. It means the person that you can think of that has the most integrity that you've ever known. It means that all have And that sin that's in our life, it causes a separation between us and Christ. So in order to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have got to first admit that there are things in your life that do not please Jesus Christ. Maybe you think nobody knows that except me. Jesus knows it. Jesus knows it. And we have got to be willing to lay those things at His feet. We have got to be willing to admit that there are things in our lives that the Bible calls sin. And then we've got to believe that Jesus is God's Son. That He did the things that the Bible says that He did. That He loved us so much. That he died on the cross to save us so that we could have eternal life. He was buried. And then three days later, he arose. He arose. And that is why we celebrate Easter. And then we've got to confess, which involves repenting and turning from a life of sin. And can I tell you, that's the hardest part. The A and B of the ABCs of Christianity, they come pretty easy to most people. The C is the hardest part. That involves the repenting and turning. You know, Jesus issued the command to people, go and sin no more. Yes, it is absolutely true. Jesus will meet you wherever you are, whatever you've done. He will meet you where you are. But don't expect Him to leave you there. He will not leave you there. He issues the same command to us this morning, go and sin no more. You know, if I had preached this morning, I was going to be in Galatians chapter 3. So that's just a preview of what will be coming the next time that I... Preach, But in Galatians chapter 3, the Judaizers are so concerned with the law. Can I tell you, the law can't save you this morning. The law cannot save you this morning. But Jesus can. Jesus Christ can save you. And He is here this morning. I wonder, will you respond? it really is as easy. As we teach people in Bible school, that it is the ABCs of Christianity. Again, admit that you're a sinner, believe that Jesus is God's Son, and then confess, which involves repenting and turning and following Him. I wonder this morning are you here this morning and you wonder, am I saved? Maybe you're here this morning and you know you're not saved. I hope that the testimony you heard from Doug earlier shows you just how quickly that you can leave this world and enter eternity. Make no mistake about it. Every person will spend their eternity somewhere. The question is, will our eternity be in heaven or will it be in hell? That is the question. And I wonder, do you know today for sure? where you will spend your eternity. If not, today is the day of salvation. And now is the appointed time. Would you pray with me, please? Father, thank you so much for your hand that was undug, that spared his life. Father, I thank you for him being willing to share his testimony this morning. Father, I pray that that we have heard. And I pray that now we understand just how quickly that it can happen. And Father, the reality of it is it is going to happen for many people today. There are so many people in this world today that they will not see tomorrow here on this earth. Father, I pray right now that your Holy Spirit will just fall upon this place. Father, I pray that there will be conviction of sin. Father, I pray that you will move freely. I pray that we will see people respond. And I pray that people will profess you today as their Lord and Savior. And it's in your name I pray. Amen.